Welcome to Freedom of Good Home, the podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. My name is Michael Hing and we are back. When we do this podcast every single week, uh, if you've been missing our episodes, um, you might not have updated iTunes, which yeah, is we've had some people saying they haven't gotten... Episode last, since maybe September last year or which something. Which is super weird because we've had some wonderful guests. Yeah, we um, had uh, Kevin Spacey. He was on and he was very rude. Yeah, he did a lot of great impressions. That's he did what a he's lot known of, for. It was so good. He did you and then he did me. Uh, and My one was really racist, actually. It was actually. super duper racist. I didn't um, care for much at all. If you've seen... Um, he, yeah, it was like Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, weird he called it a Michael Hing impression. I would have said it was much more a Mickey Rooney yeah, Activity yeah. impression. Uh, who primarily. else we had? We had, oh, I don't know if you've heard of um, uh, President Obama. Yeah, he came in and did it. Barack. <laughs> he came to, our, came to our garage where we record this with yep. our cats and record collection. Yep. I played a bit of blues guitar for him. Yep, and then, and yeah, and um, so sorry if you haven't been getting these episodes. Unfortunately, we just heard from iTunes that they have all been... Um, deleted, but if you if you downloaded them at the time, they're fine. Yeah. So, so if you did hear them, uh, our special chats with Kevin Spacey, Barack Obama, um, Princess Mary of Denmark. Yep, she was great. Princess Diana <laughs> of, um, I guess, the underworld now. Yeah, yeah. She's doing some a lot of really great charity work for goblins. Did we say what, who you are, by the way? I'm Ben Jenkins. Right. I'm Michael Hing. Yeah. And this is, I guess, season four of our season podcast. Season four, the difficult fourth season. <laughs> who will live? Who will die? All of us now, will ben, live. <laughs> obviously, we have been recording this every week and we will never, ever admit that we haven't been. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but to catch people up very, very quickly, you've been in New York for the last six months or so? I have, yeah. What's um, been happening? I, I'm back. You're back. Um, no, I've, I've been in New York. Uh, me and me and uh, my wife Anya moved over there. Anya was doing um, a, a, a bit of a bit of bloody learning over there. She was learning at Columbia University. I was learning on the on the streets of, yeah. of the Lower East Side about where to get a delightful <laughs> coffee. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I've been back. Um, I feel like, in a way, it's a bit like um, you know, you know that thing when like a kid. You catch a kid smoking, and the parents like, okay, well, you're just going to have all the cigarettes. So like, smoke a whole pack. Yeah, that is form a habit. That is kind of, and I'm not saying I'm cured, but that is like kind of how I am with snacks. Right, like just unfettered access to snacks, 24 hours a day, literally oh, in New York. With so like, you went to the city that never sleeps, and you used that 24 hour access to buy and then eat potato chips, potato chips, jubes, right, um, pastels, um, just like. Sugar in shapes. That's all it is. Just like the impressive thing is that they managed to mold sugar into shapes. Should we introduce our guest? We should. She's looking very impatient. Um, and this is probably the fourth, fifth time on the podcast. Twelfth. Twelfth. Well, time. we had her on um, Multiple with times. Putin. Yes. <laughs> that was that was wild. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I, I thought it was really good that you flew us all to Russia to do that. Yeah. Well. Well, he's not leaving Russia. Yeah. Do you remember the Snowden episode? <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Intense. From inside. No. Who's the other one? Who's trapped in the... Uh, Julian uh, Lumberjack. What's his name? Julian Assange. Assange. Come on, people. He's in... Which... He's in Ecuadorian embassy? Yes. Oh. We did one with him as well. We there. haven't yet said our guest's name, but if you haven't guessed it already, it's the great and spooky <laughs> Alex Lee. Hello. Welcome Hello. back. Yeah. Thanks, thank you for guys. coming to this I've podcast. Been re- I think, you know, those last six months were your best yet. Uh, yeah, thank well, you. Thank you. And I think it's all downhill from here. I will say that uh, you're actually part of a little project we did quite recently. Well, recently in podcast terms, in that the last uh, an, an actual episode of this podcast, that which was recorded and never aired, was the three of us recorded a pilot for this podcast uh, for the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. That's right. Mm. And uh, they were going to make it into a, a very popular podcast for uh, the people of the world and yeah. use their sort of clout as a broadcasting corporation to help us out. Didn't didn't happen. Didn't eventuate. Apparently, there's not a market. Apparently, Apparently too funny. Yeah, that's what they said. They said we cannot put this in good conscience into a form that could be listened to by a pilot. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's too full on. He'll Mm. crash. Yes, yeah, Yeah, from laughing or she. 2016. (laughs) Women can be irresponsibly laughing at pilots as well. At pilots in cockpits. That will go. All right. Well. That is enough riffraff. Let us get to the classifieds. Uh, Alex, we thought we could kick it off with one you have there. Yeah. This one was sent to us by Rosanna Bonar. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Thanks Rosanna. And yeah, if you want to send us classifieds, um, please, please, please send us, like Rosanna did, um, a screenshot because it's very likely that we won't get to it for a very long time and by that time um, the police will have taken it off (laughs) off the internet. Mm -hmm. This one is uh, from uh, Melbourne. Hello, Melbourne. 
and it's called Dishwasher Fantasy. <laughs> M4W. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for someone to put me in their household dishwasher <laughs> like a regular dish. I'm sorry, what? Looking for someone to put me in their household dishwasher like a regular dish. You'll die. I've done it before, oh. so it is safe. <laughs> Looking for someone to help me with this fantasy. Email to let me know if you're interested. Okay. Now, I don't have to go in there with you, do I? No, nope, you just have to scrape me off and pop me in. Oh, I guess this is the thing. You know how often we're like, when people are like, oh, I want to like, you know, like, Wank a bunch And so you can do that yourself Don't worry about it Like you don't need to bring a third party into Or even a second party into this Right mm. This Is actually you, you need someone to close the door And push the button Yeah you really can't have I mean that's one of the things One of the safety mechanisms of a dishwasher <laughs> Is you can't operate it from the inside <laughs> I also thought it was a weird. Did you just a sidebar? Did you ever see Gattaca? That movie? That, yeah, it's a, it's a movie. What all I remember of it is uh, Jude Law fills a fridge with his own urine. Yeah, and that's that, that's the movie for two hours. <laughs> it's just him pissing, in, not even into vessels, just pissing into a fridge <laughs> and uh, drinking. Yeah, fluids. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a scene at the end of Gattaca, and I'd spoil it, but frankly, you've had a very long time to see a not great movie that Gore Vidal is inexplicably in. But anyway, that's Gore Vidal. Yeah, he's just in the movie. Do you know one of Gore Vidal? And I hope I'm not. I always get Gorvidal and Al Gore mixed up. That's I get him mixed up with um, the hairdressing brand. <laughs> what? Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> Al Gore Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> well, anyway, I think one of Gorvidal's famous quotes is never turn down an opportunity for sex or television. I think that he, I think he did say that, yes. Yeah, so, so there you go. So I mean, somebody was fucking Gorvidal to yeah. get him into Gadiga. Yeah. Anyway, the last scene of Gadiga is Jude Law being Jude Law being really sad for some reason. And deciding to die, by, he has a furnace in his house that he uses for disposing garbage and he gets in it and then turns it on and that's how he dies. But it's like, there's clearly a button on the inside of the furnace there and that's always bugged me. Yeah, why is there a button? on? Unless, he's, unless it's like one of those cameras where you can press... Oh, you can flip it around. Oh, like no, no, that's not a selfie furnace. I mean, like a camera <laughs> where you can hit. You know how on the cameras, like back in the eighties, what would happen is you'd set it up and you'd frame it, and you'd and wait five you'd, seconds, and you yeah. go blink, and then you go everyone run, 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 and then yeah. you run around and get yeah, like that, but yeah. for a furnace. Like I just don't see why you'd have that function on a furnace if not for. So you can set it to burn hey, while you're away and have an alibi. Know, do you know what you can do? Mm-hmm. You can do that with dishwashers. I'm almost certain you can set a time delay on dishwashers. Yeah, oh. you can, but that still doesn't mean you can. Oh, so you reckon yeah. if you yeah, weld no. if you weld a handle onto the inside of a dishwasher? No, because so, so you'd set it. This is this is the and most unsafe like... logic puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think part of the fantasy is being put in. Like, no, oh, it's being <laughs> slotted in between the yeah, like Just no like a regular dish. To put themselves in. Like, you want to be there. You want to be. Like, I don't know, gently um, rinsed under the tap. Yeah. See, okay, so what is the, what is the experiential difference mm. between me getting in a dishwasher and getting mm-hmm. washed mm-hmm. or just... <laughs> sorry, sorry, killed. <laughs> <laughs> or just, just us role-playing that out and we use dishwashing liquid, but I just have a shower. Well, I think it really depends. Like you, Michael Hing... Have an astounding imagination. You, Alex Lee, have, a, have a, an amazing imagination. I suspect that this person really needs to go through as much of the actual thing to think what that would be like. Oh, this person right. can't deal with metaphor, I think, mm. is the issue. Yeah. This is not Roald Dahl. I also thinking. love that like, this person isn't like, I want you to wash me like a fancy piece of crockery. They're like, I want you to wash me like a regular dish. Stack me in there. Just stack us in there. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, scraping everything off. It's a pretty good dishwasher, but give me a rinse. But you know what? Like, I'm dishwasher safe. You know what I want to know? What? The person what? says, I've done it before, so it is safe. What happened to their dishwasher fantasy buddy? Oh. Their, their, last, their last connection. Yeah, their last stacker. Would they, are they called the stacker? <laughs> yeah, sorry. In, in like, yeah, this parlance, they are yeah. the stacker. Yeah, yeah. You can be the stacker or amongst, the dish. Amongst and... dishes, there's yeah. a stacker and a dish. Yeah. I think what happened was this person did it once, discovered this person wanking in their dishwasher, <laughs> and then said, never again. <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I also wonder, I wonder if, like, for some reason, this person this person was like, "Oh uh, well, this isn't my thing. 
but good luck to you. If if you want to go in my dishwasher, this can't be can't be terrible. And then just like you know, made himself a cup of tea and like put them in the dishwasher and then just turned it on and then like dealt with maybe like five minutes of screaming <laughs> before they were like, oh no, not for me. Scalding, scalding. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Mm. All right, let's move on. I've got one here yep. I want to share with you guys. This has been sent in by Jay Freeman. Thank, Thank you, Jay, you, Jay. Freeman. And uh, this has come in via Gumtree, and it's a, a toy. It was listed in August last year, so that was the last time we did this. Uh, Eighty dollars. How much is it going to cost? Oh wow! Okay. Eighty bucks, and it's entitled Minecraft Lego Abandoned Mineshaft. Okay. So it's a Minecraft themed yep. Lego set. Yeah. Right? Brand new. Unopened box of Lego. Pick up in Shenton Park. Uh-huh. Reason for sale. Again, this is not relevant information nope. that you need to know, but reason for sale. Unfortunately, the child who was going to receive it was naughty <gasps> and lost this birthday present as a consequence. Oh. Amma. Oh. oh, my God. So, th- so again, that's not going to make me want to buy it. I think uh, it's a real like long con kind of punish for the kid, right? They're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Rachel. If you don't shut up, I'm going to sell it online. I think that's the much more likely thing, right? That, yeah. it, that, that it is. It's not written for the benefit of me, the buyer. It's written no. for the benefit of the child. The, the, yeah, you know, but the, the great punch. thing about this awful parent is they may like think that they're all over parenting skills, but what they're not across is the fact that just posting this is a contract. And so even if this is an empty threat, they need to sell this to someone who wants to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine if if the reverse happens as well? So it's probably not going to be bought by a child. It's bought by a parent who then relays this unnecessary information onto to their, their child because just to pay it forward. So they're like, hey, happy birthday, Ben. Uh, now, this is the Minecraft Lego set you've always wanted. You've been talking about it for years. Years. Wanted it. Yep. I spent $80 on that and you'll you'll be glad to know that this was taken from a, a, a boy who misbehaved over in Shenton Park in WA. Oh, so so the threat continues. Yeah, yeah. and you and pay so the you don't watch yourself. You yeah. pay the threat forward. Oh my god! Because yeah, obviously this doesn't make any sense unless you are showing this ad to the kid. Yeah, right. Like otherwise, it's just a weird boastful thing about what a wretched human you are. If you had a child, would you just show them this ad apropos of nothing anyway? Just be like, oh, say, look, look, somebody else. Yep. Somebody else happened. had this idea. Oh, mm. right. Do you think that they use that in other assets of their parenting? Like, do you think this parent has made a whole bunch of Gumtree ads? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sale, $80 TV privileges for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or one of them is just the child they're putting up there. Yeah. Looking for new daughter. Do you know what? If, this was, if, this, was almost, if this was almost definitely not already sold... Because it's a good price for some Lego abandoned mineshaft set. Mm. Tell, you, tell you that much for free. Um, I would start a Kickstarter. To buy it to back. To buy it back and give it to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Them, oh, you want to like Robin Hood this? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I want to I wanna, uh, look into what, what else this seller is selling and see if it is just... So we'll, we'll get that back to you next week. Did, on if, if, they're just, if they just have a spite gum tree account. Mm. Did your parents ever do stuff like this, guys? Did your parents ever... What was like the weirdest punishment you ever got given? Our parents threatened to uh, take our rabbits back to the pet shop. Oh. And they did. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, they how, did. How long and did then, you have the rabbits for? Uh, maybe a year. And then they just... They were like, if you don't look after your rabbits, we're going to take them back to the pet. Oh, okay. So this was a relevant punishment for the... What they were doing was, they weren't saying, like, you didn't clean your room, we're taking away your rabbits. They're saying, you horrible children are abusing these You're killing these rabbits. (laughs) You need to take them out. Yeah, this this isn't about the punishment. The more I think of it, the more the punishment does fit the crime. (laughs) And even more so, we didn't notice for two weeks... That the rabbits were gone. We're gone. Such a so, shit pet were so they. So the pet shop. To, you're such blaming, a shit pet you're blaming the pet yeah. for this, are you? Would you want them to do a little song and dance? They just like run away and hide in the garden. Mm, can you think, <laughs> get, think, think for a sec if there was a reason maybe they did that? Maybe they're a bit hungry. <laughs> looking for grass to eat maybe or lettuce. I'm just, food. <laughs> I'm just more surprised that the pet shop was like, oh yeah, sure. Like, Why not? Free rabbits. Sell them on. It's yeah. like the Minecraft situation. Oh, Do you think is... your parents did return to the, or, or your parents Ooh. the kind of parents who were like, oh no, we're taking them back to the pet shop? And they just. And then what did you have for dinner that 
<laughs> I feel like the easiest option is to take it back to the pet shop. I guess you could just let them go. Into the wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. irresponsible. Do you guys want one? Speaking yes. of animals? Let's move along. Um, this was taken uh, sent in by Oliver Moore. Thank you very much, Oliver. Um, this um, comes from um, Mortdale in New South Wales. I live right near there. Yeah. And uh, it's it- all of Hing's stuff. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> uh, and it's just this. It's it's again they've mislabeled it, but we'll, you know it's complicated. So it's wanted arachnophobia manager, but they're, but they're selling arachnophobia mm-hmm. management, not. What? Um, they're selling what? Arachnophobia management. Is that a now is that a term you knew about before this ad? <laughs> no, I just used context clues. Yeah, and <laughs> but you said it with such, such like like you were just so blase about it. Yeah, yeah, they're it's... selling they're selling yeah, arachnophobia management. Oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um so eighteen percent of the world's economy. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's biggest import. Yeah, yeah. Um so check it out. Uh this is a very short ad. Are you afraid of spiders? But want to live a hassle-free life? Then visit my Facebook page. <laughs> That's it. So then there's they haven't hyperlinked it properly, so I had to type like copy paste it in, and I visited their page. Uh-huh. Um, and we might put this up on the on the old Facebook. Uh huh. Um, and what it is is you can see that's their page. <laughs> it's a smaller uh, giraffe <laughs> grabbing a larger giraffe, like it's kind of leapt up and frightened, with the caption "spider." As if that's, the giraffe is afraid of a spider. Now my, that's phase one. <laughs> that's I, a little taster. I am um, looking at that and I immediately assume those giraffes are fucking. Is that okay. what's happening? I want to put this up with Thig because I'd be so curious as to see where exactly you think a giraffe's vagina is. Yeah, the smaller <laughs> because... giraffe has got his legs wrapped around the other giraffe's neck. What? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... So no, that... Oh, that's, okay, yeah. I. That's not where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it from a shiny angle. I couldn't see because of the glare. I, I def- sure. Don't worry, guys. I have an intimate knowledge of how animals fuck. Sure. I know this is not the right one so to do it. underneath this meme, this saucy, saucy meme, um, there is uh, the the rest of the ad. So it was a bit of an adventure. You had to, it was a bit like an escape room. Wait, an ad. so... You had to the- click through <laughs> and then go to another thing where the rest of the body of the ad was. But, but also on that ad... So what you're saying is the picture of the giraffes not fucking... Yeah. That is not the punchline to the ad. That no. Is, this no, that is a serious ad. Serious ad. Serious ad. So it goes, it goes, suffering from arachnophobia, I need three volunteers to test out my new how to live with phobia program. And I said it like that because it was inverted commas. How right. to live with phobia program. If you want to help manage your fear of spiders, please contact me. It's a 10-week program where we will meet at my place and work through your fear. It's absolutely free. All I want in return is your opinion on my program. Uh, Please PM me now for that though. Now, is this someone's personal page or is this a, 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 a like a like a personal yeah, it's, page? It's their business. It's their business. Okay. What's the business called? It's called Nature's Body, mm. which is in its own way confusing. Mm. Yeah, guys, I'm just going to say it. I think a spider's posted this ad. <laughs> <laughs> come to my lair. I mean house. <laughs> like, come to my human house. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And Wait. shake one of my two hands. <laughs> and As I stand on two of my uh, human feet, yeah. only two feet. What, what, um, can, you, can you go through again the process by which I can test it? Does it say what the program is? No, it just says it's a 10-week program, 10 weeks. Hesitate, 10 I weeks. can tell you what the program is. You go to this person's house and they throw spiders <laughs> at you. <laughs> Until you stop screaming, and that takes approx ten weeks. You know, I mean, until you just get bored of being. So that's an actual thing. I mean, it's it's it's, it's like one of the only things that they've proven works with phobias. Yeah, like exposure therapy. Exposure therapy, where they just throw snakes at you until you're not afraid of snakes. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> don't yeah. think that's what they do. <laughs> I, look, yeah, I, think, I, I did eighteen months of psychology <laughs> at university. Ben, I think, I, find say, that, <laughs> I think they start by going, "Let's go to the reptile park." No, 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 no. It's throwing. You walk in and you go, "Hi, I'm afraid of snakes," and then they just pull a leaf-er and they just drop the. Yeah, and, it sh- and a shark falls on you, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. It should be next door, actually. Yeah, sorry, was- <laughs> wrong consultation room." Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that is what I imagine this person is doing. I, re- I actually reckon this person probably just has a bunch of spiders, and their friend told them about exposure therapy, and they're like, "Oh, I can make some sweet, sweet dime." But they're not even making sweet dime; they're offering this for free. Yeah, it's the pilot program. Oh, but then it's- you've got to wait. But do they think that once they stop throwing spiders at you, you'll be like, "Oh, well, now I'm afraid." Now that you're not throwing spiders at me, this is when I really start to fear. Yeah, maybe you've like fundamentally oh, yeah. misunderstood how exposure therapy works, and it's just that the, you will not be afraid yeah. in the instances where you are really exposed. 
nose to it. It's that thing of like, oh, well, I know I did this for 10 weeks for free, but now I can't live without you throwing spiders at me. If anything, I'm afraid of not spiders now. <laughs> and a weird phobia of giraffes. <laughs> Do you, do you, either of you have any phobias, Al? Do you, do you have a phobia? Mm, do you have any? I don't like rats. But that's, is it a phobia or is it just like you don't like? Uh, I'm pretty, I don't know. What's the, how do you know if you're just scared or if there's a phobia? If you knew there was a rat in your office, would you just not go to work anymore? Yeah. If there's a rat in my house, I would move my house. Okay. You, that's hard to do. Would you, you mean you would move what you called your house <laughs> or you would? Because home is where the heart is, first of all. Yeah, I'd move my heart. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I could go this course. I'm, I've never been good with spiders. Really? I'm, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm surprised. We, the three of us have lived together before. And in, a, in a rat infested, spider infested house. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. but whenever it came time to get rid of a spider, I was the first out of the room. Really? I did yeah. not notice this. Yeah, you maybe I played this. it very cool. You're maybe like, I was like, oh, I gotta go talk to the president. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, don't worry, there's a bigger spider in the other room I've got to go deal with. <laughs> I gotta, shit guys, so yeah, I'll give you the glass and the newspaper. I gotta go answer this giant spider's riddles. <laughs> I was not good with spiders growing up as a kid. Uh, we grew up in, in Illawong, which has a lot of bushlands, a lot, a lot of spiders around. And my, I used to have to, I was always afraid that if I put my shoes on, there'd be spiders in my shoes. That's a, yeah. That's so a, I would, is that, is that, are you mocking me there or is that a real thing? No, no, no. I, I think that's genuinely, I think once my parents were like, always check your gumboots, which is yeah, like such gumboots. a shit thing to say to a kid. Mm. So I would, advice, I would bang my shoes together before oh, I put them on. To make just it to nice and make, angry. No, so it'd scurry out. Well, but then, that's a risk. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but then because, uh, okay, this is another a cultural thing. Uh, in my house, you take your shoes off when you come in, right? That's yep. Chinese. It's an Asian thing, I guess, for a lot of people. You wear slippers around the house. Um, my friends... When they would come over to our house, they thought the banging of the shoes together was also an Asian thing. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever they would leave my house, they would like go to put their shoes back on. They'd be like, oh, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Don't, mum. I've learned it from the Hings. It's, <laughs> it's like banging a gong to get yeah. rid of evil spirits. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> Scaring away those spirits. And by spirits, I mean actual spiders. Yeah. Uh, Lebo, do you have one there? Sure, do. This one is um, it's a bit of a call to arms, I suppose. I think mm-hmm. it's from a yeah, it's a it's from a gum tree. Okay, definitely not what gum tree is for. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a different kind of uh, tone to a normal gum tree. Uh, okay. I can classified. see from here that it is in all caps, so not <laughs> such a different tone necessarily. <laughs> and here is what it is. We should have free classes for all of us to sift through and get rid of these obnoxious low lives that scam us with their deceit. Comma, 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 comma. <laughs> and rob the most vulnerable. Dot, 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 dot. Get our hopes up and then, like a road train, tear us down. Like a rogue train? A road train. Oh, yeah. A lot of us rely on what we're no, trying to sell just on. Just sorry to interrupt mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Whose hopes are brought up by a road train? No, like, I think it's being torn down yeah, by get a road. hopes up and then, like a road train, tear us down. Oh. It was weird, weird phrasing. Okay, sorry. I misunderstood. I thought someone was just really hopeful whenever <laughs> they see the road train. They're like, oh, America's back on top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us rely on what we are trying to sell on Gumtree only to be dragged through so much. In, so much in a lower, it doesn't say, lower case. Please take care of yourselves. Back to caps. Be very aware of these low lives. Thanks for your time. Oh, sorry. So it, uh, it is unclear what this person is buying or selling. Is this I like, think is what this... they want is free classes to not get scammed on Gumtree. And that's only after reading it about seven or eight times. Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to teach you in these classes? How what? not to get dragged by a road train. <laughs> Tearing you down. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, it seems like this is like a boomer subtweeting. Like, (laughs) this is clearly about a specific thing that has happened. Yeah. And they're like, like well, the only thing I know about this scam person is that they're on Gumtree. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the fear of God into them by saying that I'm coming up with free classes. So also, it's saying a lot of us rely on what we are trying to sell on Gumtree, only be dragged through so much. So this isn't a buyer who then sent someone money and then got scammed, right? No. It's, it's, it's not that situation. Well, the situation is like I was trying to sell my fridge yeah. and then you scammed me out of that. Yeah. Now, in what situation did I sell you a fridge Yep. and then you didn't give me money? So yeah, like, what are you I'm saying, saying that's is, on them? Like, well, what I'm saying is you come to my house and I'm like, oh, here's the fridge that you want. I was like, cool, put it in the van. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. And then you drive off? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I go, hey, where's the money? 
Well, I actually... How do you get scammed? My point is, how do you get scammed as the seller on Gumtree? Right. Um, yeah, it's a really good question. And one that, like, Alex and I both working for a consumer affairs show should probably know the answer to. In fact, these free classes to avoid being scammed is kind of the show that we work on. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we still don't know how to get rid of these obnoxious low lives. What kind of portion of your show is de- dedicated to, to Gumtree ads that have gone wrong? I would say, you want a percentage? Yeah. It's a zero. <laughs> It's probably... Well, you know, maybe you should expand that market because, frankly, look, there's clearly someone who's very passionate there about this. There was a scam that we were actually going to cover, which was like, you go onto Gumtree... Oh, fuck, i got to get this right. You go onto Gumtree and you're selling something. No, oh, this, this is how you get scammed. This is, this is how you get scammed as a seller. You are selling your fridge, right? I'm selling my fridge. And you want $500. I want 500 bucks. And I say... It's a good fridge. And I say, can I pay my check? And you say, uh, okay, fine. Right? Why would I say yes to that? Well, I try it with a lot of people. Okay. And then I send you a check for $650. And then I say to you, and then you say, oh, hang on, you paid too much. And I go, oh, okay. Or just send me back the 150 and we'll be square. Or I might even say, look, I feel bad about this. Just send me 50 and we'll call it. And then that check's shit and you send me $50. <laughs> But you also got a fridge out of that. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm doing very well. So why do you need to do that? Why don't you, why don't you just send me a bad... Why are you getting greedy and asking <laughs> me Why are you just like sending me a bad check? Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm a brilliant scammer. That's, the, that's you know, how it's the old one-two punch with the scam where you think that thing's the scam uh, and then the other thing is? Yeah. But no, in this instance, both the thing I thought was the scam was the scam. Yeah. You sent me a bad check. And then also, <laughs> despite the fact that I tried to cash this check and it was rejected, I then sent you $150 because I felt bad? No, the, the idea would be that I do it before you can cash the check. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I go like, because I'm just an old lady and I don't understand, but I'm not. I'm me. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I was me. I think it's real dumb and I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Mm. Are you selling anything? Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm selling a fridge. Yeah. Yeah. 500 bucks. Uh, That's a good fridge. (laughs) This one is taken from Craigslist. Uh, It's from uh, Rants and Raves in the Sydney Personals area. And it's entitled... Important notice for all ladies. Hello, I'm listening. All righty. All ladies emphasized. Just a shout out to all ladies. Hello, that's me. Mm -hmm. If you ever fall over (laughs) and accidentally smear Nutella over your entire body, Mm -hmm. please contact me immediately. I am an expert in managing this type of conundrum. If you have a nut allergy, I can also help with honey. Have a great day out there and be careful from Mark. So my first question for this is, when this person says they are an expert in managing this type of conundrum, that is you falling over and accidentally spearing the teller all over your entire body, yeah, yeah. what do you think that expertise entails? I think it entails wanking. Like I just don't <laughs> think there's anything. I, I, obviously this guy is being cheeky and he's trying to be funny about it. But my question is, if you are in two minds about smearing yourself in Nutella and letting this man deal with you <laughs> would like, oh, he seems a bit funny, push you over the edge. Oh, like, he seems like a good-natured creep. Because I feel like you really need to sell more than just like, nah, I'm a bit of a waxer. Like, I think g- given that you want to watch me smear Nutella all over my body, I think we can safely assume you're a bit of a waxer. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, exactly. There's no straight-edge accountant being like, please smear yeah, yourself. Yeah, no one's going to be like, well, he seems like he, has a, he can have a bloody good laugh about himself. <laughs> And he doesn't want to be involved in the smearing process. Like, he only wants to come into the scene post-smearing. Yeah, and yeah. wank. But these people, they don't... That, that, that frustrates me. Annoys me. It's like people who only want to come over... And they're like, oh, come over, we'll have a dinner party. And then they don't help cook or anything. You know, they just come hey, over to eat. Hey, whoa, hang on. <laughs> you know, those selfish motherfuckers <laughs> coming over. Where I'm like, hey, you should come over for a dinner party. And then they just turn up to eat. Like, yeah, with like a bottle that. of wine or something. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. It is fucking It's not bullshit. a wine party, mate. It's a dinner party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should Bring be me dinner. my dinner. Yeah. Dinner starts at 4.30 when I start cooking, frankly. Yeah. I have another question. (laughs) Only one? Okay. (laughs) If you do happen to have a nut allergy, so I have a crippling nut allergy, Uh look at a peanut, look at a hazelnut, you have to go straight to hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's more of a phobia than an allergy. Go on. (laughs) No, I just puff up. Okay. If I have fallen over into some Nutella... And it's smeared all over my body in a life-threatening way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anaphylactic shock. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seizing up. Mm-hmm. Him having honey is not going to help the situation. No, nah, nah. I, I, I need to be taken to a hospital yep. pronto. I agree. And I know his thought is like, oh, well, we can do honey. But the horse is bolted and is covered in Nutella. I'm mate. already covered in I wouldn't have called you, mate. Yeah. I'm covered in Nutella. 
That would be good because this guy is being a cheeky japester, but it would be great to call him and be like, help! There's <laughs> yeah. been a horrible incident in the telefactory. <laughs> Ta- time is a factor. You yeah. need to get here right now. I'm coming. You but said it- that if we ever needed you, we would call upon you and we kept your number on the wall. <laughs> we had to- all ladies. <laughs> we had Commissioner Gordon build a very specific light <laughs> signal in the sky for you. Look in the sky. Do you see a man wanking? <laughs> Can you imagine as well, you know, because you don't know what you're going to do in a crisis. You know, you just don't know how you're going to react. He turns up and he's ready there to wank, but then he's like, oh, no, this is actually serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But his dick's out already. Yeah. And he's just got to, like, perform CPR with his dick out. Yeah. And then as a passerby, you would see that and be like, I need to stop that. Yeah. But he is saving their life. Exactly. That, and that's that's a real, you know, moral conundrum. <laughs> and I thank you for having... <laughs> To having the bravery to bring it up on the show. It's like that, you know, you know that you know the train, the train. It's one? exactly like the trolley. Do you know the trolley p- problem? So what it is is right. Yeah. You have got a big fat man in front of you, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's and he's so- covered in a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I've got some honey. <laughs> and 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 there's a train hurtling towards a cliff. Now, if you throw this big fat man in front of the train. Mm. Oh yeah, he'll stop the train. Yeah, he'll die. He is because <laughs> he he is huge. so big that he can stop a train. Yeah, which I've always thought is like overlooked in this because yeah, yeah because <laughs> <if> you're <laughs> to stop a train. Surely your life expectancy isn't great, you know? Yeah, and I uh, and there's how many there's passengers on this? There's train? There's like yeah. four million passengers, and one of and yeah. one of them is Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh, no. only one of them though. Yeah, there's the rest of them are Hitler clones. <laughs> <laughs> And then 399,000 Hitler clones. And this fat man, what is his stance on apartheid? Um, That fat man is John Candy. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And he can go on to make many, many more great to to middling films. (laughs) It's John Candy after planes, trains and Uh aeroplanes or whatever, but before Cool Runnings. Yeah. But he is, for some reason, for this hypothetical, he is literally 20 times the size of a normal person. It's not even about being fat anymore. But I am strong enough to push him over in front of trains. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you are 40 times the size. You're the Statue of Liberty in this scenario. This man is my son. (laughs) So you're you're gigantic tubby son. I'm Mrs. Candy. So I actually think it wouldn't be much simpler if we say that these people are regular size, but it's a tiny train. <laughs> and, and the question, and the question is, do you think, and this is the real moral issue, do you think that you have enough dexterity to push your 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 your, your gigantic fat John Candy in front of the train without crushing the train <laughs> and, and being responsible? Oh, that's the risk. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because tiny tiny Mandela is in the first carriage yeah so. so really what you need to do is you need to stop it stop the first carriage and then somehow flip him and roll john candy so he crushes the remaining eight carriages that are as we said filled with hitler clones tiny tiny hitler clones but if you put all the tiny tiny hitler clones mass wise they equal they equal roughly one hitler and yeah. you know what is ironic about that what if nelson mandela was allowed to sit with all the other people on the train he definitely would have been killed. <laughs> but thanks to the separation of the races, he survived I would like the to candy apocalypse. I, I would like to think. The candy apocalypse. It really makes you think. I would like to think that if I was operating a train company, and look, call me, call me, call me. Uh, uh, an idealistic liberal, but I would yeah. like to think that if I was operating a train company and Nelson Mandela turned up, <laughs> and as well as that, 399 clones of Hitler turned up and they all wanted to sit on the train, I'd probably give Nelson Mandela the pick of the seats and yeah. then, sit, then make the other guys sit where he didn't want to sit. I, would you, I was thinking you were going to go <laughs> That's further. That's very principled of you. And be like, 399 Hitlers, you can get the next one. <laughs> But has this information been relayed? (laughs) I didn't know there was like other other train. There's only one train. They've all got to get to this cliff, all right? But that means they're all going to the same place. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Wait, so in answer to your question, yes, I believe in apartheid. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. Let us us try to move on from that. Uh Uh-huh. I have a misconnection. From the Sydney area. Hello, Sydney. Uh, and it was, uh, it's Middle Eastern girl into LOTR, which I assume Lord is of Lord Rings. of the Rings and yeah. not some 
horrifying sex thing. <laughs> no, Lord of the Rings is the name of a sex act as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, uh, before you read this, can you let our listeners know if you are if you are still wearing the One True Ring? Because I think we've talked about it on the podcast before that you have the One True Ring, don't you? I used to have the One True Ring. Oh, I'm now married, King, so I wear my wedding ring. That is the real One True Ring. Isn't it, though? Wait, In many is, ways. This is not an... You can't... When you get married, you're allowed to wear other rings as well. No, you're not. That's a lie. Not in the state of New South Wales or I think Victoria, actually. So, wasn't um, what wasn't how many? Which characters in Lord of the Rings read? I mean, wore the ring. Very few. Bilbo did. Bilbo did. Frodo did. Frodo did. Sauron bloody did. You better believe it. Initially, <laughs> bloody um, loved it. Little, what, what, little Gollum. Gollum. Little glib glob. Were, were any of them married? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in many ways, Sam no, was married all- to his job. <laughs> also to the ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a uh, misconnection Middle Eastern girl looking uh, into LOTR. Looking for a young Middle Eastern girl who is into Lord of the Rings. Contact me and I'll see through emails if you're the one. Hope to hear from you soon. I know what you studied, what kind of work you did, and what your name was. So you will have to confirm them when you email me. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay, okay. Right, so this is so so. Oh, it's a misconnection. I it's forgot. A misconnection. Sorry. It's, well, it's it's weird because the grammar suggests that it's not a misconnection. It sounds like a regular personals where you're like, "Hey, I'm looking for a Middle Eastern." Per- uh, it's the difference woman, between a definite and indefinite article. You yes. want to be using the. Yes. You don't want to be like, "I'm looking for a Middle Eastern." Yeah. Girl. I'm looking for the particular person who I met because this really does sound like like you have to fit this incredibly specific yeah. criteria. Yeah. This is all I like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't say where they met. No. And he also says, oh, sorry, the last thing is we talked over an app called Message Me ages ago. So, uh, And contact has been lost now. Well, I, I always wonder about misconnections like this because it's like when you know like they're fucking where they work and like what their name is, what their email address is, mm. like this wasn't like I saw you on the bus. Like there yeah. is – this is like such – so exactly. If if I if, if if I wanted if you knew where I worked my email address and my yeah. you had my message me number or whatever the thing is. Yeah. And then I stopped talking to you. Sure you'd think and then you maybe tried an email, maybe you tried sending a letter to my work or whatever, and I yeah. stopped responding. Surely you'd think this person doesn't want to talk to me now. Yeah, you would, you would, if you were not insane, you would think that. You would take cues, yeah. right? Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. But this person is like, Oh, you know what? The no. emails didn't get through, but I'll try Craigslist. Yeah. I'll and give that a so, crack. so, like, deluded are they that they think there's going to be all these other Middle Eastern girls into Lord of the Rings who want to have a crack at him? Yeah. Oh, and he's like, like, no, 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 I'm waiting for the one specific one. Yeah. Like, also, like, you're not going to get bombarded with <laughs> people pretending to be... That's the thing. It's pretending. It, it, it's, it's, there's an accusatory note of that, too, which is like, and don't try and fucking bullshit me. I'll know it's not you. Like, <laughs> yeah. As if someone's like, look, it's not me. I didn't get to meet this great guy, uh, but I'll give it a bloody crack. Yeah, because uh, you sound like a dream. God. Ugh. Do you know, like, also, like, that thing you were saying about, like, oh, the emails didn't get through. I, like, I reckon I use that excuse a lot. And it's, like, demonstrably a thing that doesn't happen. I love when people are like, oh, I don't think I got that. It's like, that's not how emails work. <laughs> what? Like, you either get an email or you don't. You tell people you don't get emails. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't think I got that email from you. Like, of course I fucking did. Like, are you mad? <laughs> 2016, you're telling people to their face that the email system is failing somehow. Yeah, I'm not the only I've heard other people say that. Be like, oh, no. At least say, check your. St- I didn't check my spam filter. Say, no, I just say, say I guess it must have just gotten lost on the internet. <laughs> I guess it must have just tangled up. up in that big spider that eats the World Wide yeah. Web. Or maybe it ended up on a, on a website. Can that happen? <laughs> Can't you just be honest with them, like, hey, I didn't get time to reply. I'll get back to you on that. Or... Yeah, no, if, I've, if I'm if – I'm, sometimes – I don't know about you guys, but sometimes if I'm really startled, I'll lie for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, the most obvious and, like, easiest thing to do is just be like, oh, no, yeah, I, I did – I meant to get back to you. I'm so sorry. But if I didn't see it coming, sometimes I'll be like, oh, no, I my computer's gone. <laughs> I gave it to a man. That computer right there. Yeah, no, it's a different one. To um, be fair, you do kind of lose your computers at a bar every three months or so. Hey, hey there. Whoa now. Whoa now. In Ben's defence, one time he lost his computer when uh, our friend Neil left our house door open and someone came in and took it yeah. yep, from they the floor just, of our house. They just picked it up and walked out. I reckon even they were like, oh, <laughs> this doesn't seem fair. Like 90% of the, the computers sold on Gumtree actually did originally belong to, <laughs> to ben. ben. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually... a. I got that. I got that stat. Mm. Um, Lebo, do you have another one? Sure do. Now this is a uh, one from Sydney, and it requires a little bit of 
uh, local knowledge that 2GB is a radio station. Mm-hmm. Now, it's also it's also like a talkback, like a conservative talkback. It's a conservative station. talkback it's like radio your, station. For, for American listeners, it's like a Rush Limbaugh kind yeah. of station or like for Melbourne people, it's like an Andrew Bolt station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Melbourne people know what talkback is. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just colour and shade. Just, just yeah. painting pictures in their mind okay. with people they can recognise. I appreciate it. This is uh, in the personals, in the missed connections and Craigslist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says, 2GB luncheon. Ooh. You are one of a group of beautiful ladies <laughs> on one of the front tables near the stage. Oh, boy. You were covered head to toe in <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> Would love to hear from you. Thanks. No mention of who they they are. <laughs> well, Nothing I'll... other than no other defining features other than you are one in a yeah. bunch I mean, of. I don't think girls. this person needs to say who they are because it's obviously Alan Jones. That's obviously <laughs> who it is. But that's like amazing because like you're right. Like even you know how sometimes you know how sometimes like you're like oh you didn't give them enough information you, they'll, they'll never know. Yeah. This is like deliberately. It's saying like it literally says you are one of a group. <laughs> With, like, no other discerning features. Not like you were the beautiful lady in the group of ladies. Exactly. No, you were all beautiful. Exactly. You were one of them. Yep. It's like you, Usually it is like, you know, you, there was a group of ladies there and you really stood out. And then the idea is that the person could be like, oh, well, I, well, I guess I'm the one who stood out. And you're like, yeah. But, like, this is literally, this is like a negging misconnections. Oh, yeah. so it's like, look, you were one of, you were one of a group. You are one I, of look, a crowd. Look, honestly, anyone, anyone in the group, I'll take you. I'll take you. Yep. Oh, yeah, just casting that net a little bit wider. Oh, so, wait, so do you think this is snarky or do you think this is just broadening the market demographic? Yeah, it might just be. It's like if I hear from Gladys, I'll be stoked. Mm. If I hear from Victoria, that's pretty. That's that's a, that's an okay outcome well, too. Yeah, like, there's nobody in that group that I'd be like, nah, want you taking all comers, <laughs> taking all comers. You know, at a two GB luncheon, like no one there, and especially luncheon, like what? Is I was going to say that's how I know this person is over sixty. Yeah, uh, no nonsense. one there is is under the age of sixty. The no, moment you turn sixty, actually, you're no longer allowed to say lunch. Do we know no. what the difference between a lunch and a luncheon is? You I, take luncheon. You take lunch and you don't take lunch. What do you do with lunch? You, what do you, you do with sh- your lunch? You, you shove it in your bloody gob. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think lunch and you cut the crusts off the sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to a fancy luncheon? I went to one in high school. Yeah? I won a public speaking thing and then there was a luncheon from the, for the plain English speaking society. Is that separate to the fancy English society? Honestly, that is like their whole, their whole jam is like don't use fancy words. Right, but as a as a as a celebrated wordsmith, Ben, how did you how did you possibly dumb yourself down to speak like the? the I know I had man? to be less loquacious. <laughs> <laughs> and why do they still call it luncheon? Yeah, that was my bloody first question. And get this, <laughs> again, this is a little bit Sydney centric, but Governor of Sydney Murray Bashir was meant to do the um, the the address. When were you? When was this? What year was this? This was two thousand and five. I thought were you still in high school then? No. Yeah, 2000, 2004, 2004. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, instead of her, they just got her bloody husband, Nic- Nicholas Shahady. Very different people other than they're married. He's an ex-rugby player. They're not interchangeable is what I'm saying. Oh, right. Yeah. He, but can, he speaks pretty ma- plain English, I reckon. I reckon he does, but I'm just saying like it's not like... Isn't that a thing in the US Congress? I, I, know, I saw an episode of The West Wing about it where a, Congress, a congresswoman died and they just got a husband to replace her? I think I don't think it's an official thing, but I think it happens in a by-election a lot where oh, okay. someone will be like cuz they'll, they'll be known by the community, they'll be like if they're a senator especially, they'll be like the first whatever the first lady or first man. Like if you died, the senator and is. this is nothing against your wife, but if you died, I wouldn't keep this going with Anya. I reckon she'd be good. I should be great. I just In I, fact, I was thinking about this and I had this thought that was like quite a horrible thought, which was like <laughs> there is very little that I do in my life. Anya probably couldn't do yeah. with like a little bit of practice. There is zero that my wife does professionally that I wouldn't immediately burn down. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. And yes. I had that thought and I was like, that's sad. A lot of that's because Anya has like multiple degrees. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. studied a long time. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you never finished my no. degree. It's also like, <clears throat> it's also the worst of all possible worlds because like it's not only that my job's quite easy, it's that it's just very different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so. Yeah. Anyway, that's the that's thing that I like to do whenever I'm feeling too way, good about myself. Anyway, though, it's, it's sadder for her because she's with you and you're worthless. That's <laughs> actually true. <laughs> and somehow you've, made, you, you've managed to make this about your failings and really this is about her Hers poor taste. Failing. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely yeah. right. 
And I appreciate um, that being said at our wedding too. So that was, that was a nice. I thought it was weird that you spoke to me on this, Al. But, uh, there we go. I mean, look, if you're going to ask that question, does anyone here have any problems? Yeah. You're going to get some answers. You're yeah. going to get yeah. some answers. Just, I'm plain speaking. Yeah. Plain English speaker. Just, say, just, say what's real. It was weird that a line formed and they, would, they, just, they just got up and just shouted the word dud. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was odd. Um, well, we tried to warn her. We we tried our best. I yeah. So look, I don't like this guy's chance of finding this woman at this luncheon. But bloody good luck to him. <laughs> well, keeping on with the uh, the creepy uh, Craigslist uh, mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. This one's taken from the Sydney Personals Misconnections, mm-hmm. posted five days ago now, and it's entitled "Want Some Fucky <laughs> <laughs> Woman for Man Man." So this is a woman looking for two men. And it's from uh, Sydney, South Wales, Australia. Although Sydney is where we record. And it reads like this. Okay, I'm keen. (laughs) You're probably keen. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) You're a guy or many guys to fuck the shit out of me like I'm a horny little teenage in need for greed. So very upsetting language there, but continue. My friends say I'm the desperate type and have described me as keen as a bean! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Anyway, I got my email on here to message me if you're interested. I'm mainly looking for young, hot guys with high stamina, but also keen for a chat. A suck dick, <laughs> get licked, love a good pounding, and have many friends who can join us if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm located mm-hmm. in the East, so please contact me if you're a cop. <laughs> oh! Oh, sorry, I, I missed, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I'm located in the east, so please do not contact me if you're a cop. That's very important <laughs> yeah. that you... Or if you're not from the east. That includes Maruba, Coogee, Randwick, and the city. Okay, bye. Oh, hope someone gets interested in this and messages me. Also, can you buy some condoms? Because I'm kind of short on money. Okay. Wow. So, um... Lots to unpack lot there. Lots to unpack. I look. Keen is a bean, number one. Oh, <laughs> and you know what? He sounds keen as a bean. No, it's a she. Oh, sh- oh is it? It's right. a lady looking for, uh, yeah. for a guy or guys... Can I just say that I um, want some fucky? That's great. Can I just say that I applaud this just because I'm so sick, and I think I've said this on the podcast before. One of the side effects of looking at this many classified ads is that you get really sick of people not being direct. You mm. get so sick of being like, "Oh no, nothing, nothing, sus. Just put me in a dishwasher." It's like, <laughs> no. Just tell let me. Let us everybody. Tell me the start and end time of your wanking yeah, so I exactly. can make an informed decision about this <laughs> Mate, exchange. Everybody wanks. Some of us need to be in a dishwasher to do it. This, this is a judgment-free zone, but come on, like, don't waste my fucking time. I like that this is like this would win an award for plain speaking. <laughs> I. What do you want? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck he. When do you want it? Well, in the east sometime. Um, I, my question though, it's the, the the desperation thing. Yep. If you're putting an ad there on the internet yep. saying, hey, yep. do, do you want to go have some group sex? Yep. Are you, do you think it's a positive or a negative for you to throw out there? I've got loads of friends and they call me desperate. Desperate Debbie, they call me. Yeah, oh. yeah look, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're your friends. Again, like you didn't need a second opinion on this. You know mm. what I mean? Like You're like, don't believe me. Other people think that I really want sex. It's like, no, it's, it, you've, made, you've made a very, <laughs> a very <laughs> persuasive argument. Why would you that lie about this? <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to turn up and you're like, oh, well, she says she wants fucky, but... Yeah. Do you have any references for... for... Do you have any friends I can call to just check up on if you... (laughs) If you 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 truly want fucky? Because, Mm, because, um... um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Also, like, it doesn't appear to me that anything illegal is happening here. No, so why no cops? They say no cops. Do you think think this person thinks fucky is illegal. <laughs> is that a possibility? Oh. Mainly looking for young, hot guys with high stamina, but also keen for a chat. So, I, I mean, think... it, it does cut out a few <gasps> people. Is it possible that we are such babes in the woods here and we are so naive that we can't read between the lines and this is actually, like, soliciting? Because you know how often where, like, somebody's like, hey, I'm selling my, like, mug, and it's a mug that says heroin on it. Do you want my, he- my mug? Like, <laughs> And we're like, okay, this is clearly... A- so do you think that's... Drugs or do you think that's prostitution? I don't know. I'm just saying that the, it's, oh. it's weird. It's, it's whenever you say like, if I was like, hey, I'm selling my fridge, no cops. You'd be like, <laughs> but also. Maybe, it's, maybe she just hates the fuzz. Do you think fucky is the name of like. A street drug. Street drug. Like it's the slang. I, I just. I can't well, believe we didn't talk about this before. But if you were an officer of the law and you were reading this and, and you're like, no, 
Fuck, he's disgusting. Fuck, he's illegal. Oh, wait, she says no. <laughs> yeah. I no. can't act on this. I can't. Look, it's, I... It, it, the, the, the high court was very clear on this. Yeah. If they say no cops, that's no taxis, backsies. I can't. Yeah, Look, cops are like vampires in yeah. that way. I, um, I take your point, Alex, that it could be a drug because certainly the first line wants some fucky. Mm. Definitely be. I would say that two lines later, that theory does kind of fall apart when yeah. she says... I'm looking for a guy or many guys mm-hmm. to fuck the shit out of me. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but this could this be a uh, por qué no los dos situation? Like a why not both? Oh, right. So it's like it's like it's like I'm oh. willing to exchange this street drug, oh. the new MDMA. Yeah, and I don't want money for it. I just want some dudes to fuck the shit out of me. Yeah, right. Which is what she's getting everything she wants out of this deal. I know. <laughs> Hence, no cops. I'd be sad if I the, the the alternative to this is a cop being like, yeah, I want some fucky, I want some good legal fucky. Go, let me just make sure there's nothing illegal here. Uh, fuck the chair, I mean, that's fine. Consenting adults, fine. Go for it. Yeah, friends. Oh, Ken is a bean. Great. Yeah, that's all. Oh, this is, this sounds very very good. Suck stick, lick. Go, all of this is right. Absolutely in my wheelhouse. And no, <laughs> no. Well, huh. well, that's very hurtful, isn't it? I guess the right. Well, I'll put these condoms I bought away. Yeah, exactly. I'll just. It's weirdly elitist too, isn't it? Yeah, if you're not from the eastern east. suburbs yeah, only, fucked. which is like the, no, just saying. the rich end of town. Oh, so she won't. Yeah, she won't if fuck you're a anyone. Cop or if you're not from the east, come on. What if you're a bloody salt of the earth, fucking enthusiast, western suburbs policeman? Yeah, no one west yeah. of the who city. does good, good fucky, good licky. <laughs> Yeah, but can't the, can't get a look in because the oh, little Miss Desperate Debbie is not quite desperate enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, How desperate are you, des- mate? You say you're desperate, and then you've got caveats. Yeah. Real yeah. desperation is taking. I'm actually comers. beginning to suspect that I am going to need to see those references. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a quick one, guys? Let's do. This is the last one, I think. This is just a very sweet one. It's from. Uh, it's ended by Carla Allen. Thank you very much. Oh, Carlia Allen, rather. Thank you very much. Um, this is, um, and we've actually found that. When we, since we've started this podcast, we've kind of widened the net to like looking at other outlets. And Stuff. one stuff.co.nz is a good one. Yeah, and one of the ones that's always like kind of good is, is when like region specific oh. for sales. Mm. Um, and this is um, okay. This is just from uh, uh, Copper Coast YP for sale. I don't know what YP might be a your problem. Your your property would probably be <laughs> make more sense than your problem. <laughs> sure. Uh, and it's a picture of a really nice letterbox. Um, and it says 76 on it. That's not really nice. It's just a standard letterbox. Uh-huh. Surplus letterbox would suit somebody living at 76. <laughs> $10. Can't, you can replace the numbers, surely. You can, I can see in this photo that you can, they're, they're screws. You can 100% replace the numbers. Like I, we could leave it at that, but I just want to know, like, why he has a surplus, surplus letterbox. Did, like a letterbox is not something you can overestimate. Why would you ever buy or sell a letterbox? Because well, you don't have one in your house. Ha- do you, do you why don't you have a letterbox? Because what do you mean? What happened to your letterbox? Teens blew it up. Rowdy, <laughs> rowdy teens blew it up. Put some crackers in there. You know what? This person's gone around to number seventy-six, blown up a letterbox. <gasps> so like, oh hey, hey, I heard you might be in the need of a letterbox. And opens up an enormous trench coat with, <laughs> with but like, yeah, but how do you? If, so let's say you turn up to a house and yeah, teens are blowing letterbox, whatever. The, the phrase surplus letterbox is confusing to me because how would you be like? Do we need two letter? Like, <laughs> uh, how many letterboxes do houses have? Yeah, one for. One for sh- it's the saying like one for show and one for mail. Get a third one for your dog. Like I think that's so we'll get three, and you can never have too many. And then you get home, you're like, wait, a letterbox is one of the few things you can absolutely one hundred percent always have too many of. Yeah. So in the UK, they don't have letterboxes. They have. Hang on. <laughs> what? what? Hang on, mate. Well, not in all of the UK. What do you know? In, in in most places in the UK, they don't have letterboxes. They've just got a little slit through the door that you push the mail through. Mm. Well, so you walk right up to their door. Well, you don't. The mail the mail person does. <laughs> um, but I well, I know this because we, we grew up. I, I I grew up in in London in a place called oh, at yeah well, yeah. London. All right, mate. We've all been overseas. St Albans. Shout out to Detainee Court. If anyone's living in that little neck of the woods, hey, anyway. it was called Detainee Court. <laughs> Were you in I a think that's asylum? What Did you grow up Detention? in a prison? <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Uh, I think it was called Detainee Court. No, well, anyway, Google it later. Um, 
because I know why you wouldn't have letterboxes. <laughs> yeah. that's the and it's case. weird they won't let you have like sharps. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the UK, did you know? <laughs> All your food gets pushed under your door in a tray. <laughs> did you know in the UK they they don't have money? They just use cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the, it's like the it's like the UK cigarette. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the exchange rate. Yeah, and they, that's why they won't join the euro because they don't want to they don't want to give up the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Cigarette it's very hard to quit. <laughs> so I was thinking. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, they don't have. So, so the, the mail person just comes through and pushes the letters through the letterbox, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been hit in the head with letters before. <laughs> as a you baby. would have been a kid. Yeah. Well, no, because I would just. I, I, I was really. I was often really excited about the, the mail person coming and knocking yeah. the thing. And I would often wait for the mail. And one time I was waiting too close and they just pushed letters <laughs> in my head. And your father's like, shipment of bricks had arrived. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I think my mum was like, just very disappointed in me. And, hey, you know. did you know that in America. And this is true. Well, it's at least true in New York, or at least in Manhattan. States um, right, states right. <laughs> and I can understand why everybody's so like weird about like security because like the mailman has a key to your building. What do you mean? Like, there's no mailbox at the front. No, all the mailboxes are on the inside. So imagine the lobby of a building. The mailman has a key to get into that area of your oh, building. That's such a weird trade-off of security. Like, would I rather anyone can get my mail? Or, or would I rather one trust mailman? The US po- yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust the US it's great for parcels. It's so so good. But oh, flip side, the mailman can get into your building at any time. But I'm sure this has been on SVU. I like, how could it not have been on SVU? I think that's what's more dumb about that for me is the mailman's got to have like a hundred fucking keys. No, I think it's like the one key to, to rule them all. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I think it's like maybe borough wise, like there's one key that opens up. Am I thinking of a Jonathan Saffron Foa novel? That cannot no, be right. No, it's what like do you a, mean? Well, the, the bigger problem here isn't that the mailman has your key, it's that every single house in your neighborhood has the same key. No, that's not how locks work, Alex Lee. We're going to get so many emails, you're going to look so foolish. <laughs> no, you but can have a skeleton key that opens many doors and one key that only opens, like, and keys specific for those doors. But, that, but no, but. The organising of that would be madness. Yeah, but in New York, mate. But what, what, what if I've got a pin pad open for my building? Then or dead, you don't get any mail. I'm sorry. <laughs> or what if I've got one of those old things that needs a big key? Like, the, like not every... Is there a regulation where if you want to get mail, you've got to have a key that... They're like, well, what if we, I live on a boat? <laughs> what if you live on a boat in, like, the Hudson? Yeah. Then ha- you have a horrible life. <laughs> Is it, are there houseboats in the Hudson River? There's nothing alive in the Hudson River. <laughs> there was a guy when we were there who was like trying to raise awareness for like the environment and his big stunt was, I'm going to go swimming in the East River. And it wasn't like, I'm going to go swimming in the middle of winter. He's like, I'm going to submerge my body uh. in this water. And that was all it was. And everyone was like, no, no, no you'll die. Like, you can't do that. You'll die. <laughs> oh, boy. And he, even, and he was wearing like special masks and like no area of his skin was exposed. And even then they were like, so brave. <laughs> like, uh, around Christmas time last year, I think we probably talked about this on one of the episodes that didn't go up on iTunes, but oh, yeah. I, um, uh, at Hum's Christmas party, oh, my girlfriend's Christmas party. Yeah, thanks for the email. Why, why, would, I, <laughs> why would I invite you yep. to my girlfriend's Christmas party? Like a work Christmas party? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't work with her. I don't know. Why would you? She, I was thanking you for the invite. It was a weird invite to get. <laughs> <laughs> at, so at her, at her work party... She they they hide out a boat or some shit and they went you know out in the harbor and they were swimming yeah. around the harbor. You can t- you can make any delightful things sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a boat on a glorious evening. I was on bullshit. Yeah, go on. Well, no, what was annoying about it was she came back from this like party. Mm. You know, stinky as a mother. She was disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was it was it was. I, I could not. Fuck, how hard is it to date you? I <laughs> you smelled I... like a boat. No, it wasn't a boat. It was. She smelled like harbour water. It was. Did she it go was... swimming? Yeah, she went swimming. Yeah. Oh. Okay, she went swimming that. and yeah, she got off the boat. This is what's relevant to the situation. Right. She got off the boat, went into the water, got out, and just had a bloody fun time at the party, enjoying all the at fun night. times with she her went friends. Swimming in the harbour at night. I think it was daytime. No, it was a Christmas daytime party. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then she came home at night, and I was meeting Stinking up. Thinking like her. a bloody harbour. It was disgusting. I don't know if you ever smelled someone who ever swam in a harbour before. Like it is repulsive. People I, swim in the harbour. Like there's many harbours. The harbour is like have a shower afterwards. Then clean yourself. Oh my god! Use fire. It's God. disgusting. I don't want to be a part of it. You're impossible. What do you mean? You're just dreadful. What you? you now I remember why we stopped doing this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is uh, what. What a note to end this and all podcasts on. Yeah. 
As always, you can find us on uh, Facebook, on iTunes, and on Twitter at FTAGHpod. Yeah. Uh, please like us, etc. We'll put up some pictures and things. And, well, final thing to do is to thank our lovely guest this week. Thank you, Alex. Hey, thank you, you so much Alex for having Lee? me. Oh, just a little podcast that I do with a few dickhead mates. Oh, yeah. What podcast is that? It's called uh, Dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the Dragon's podcast that we do. You yeah. should listen to that. You should. Because it probably hasn't been on since the... Uh, I think we start. Yeah, I think we probably started really? it since we we've got a new it. season. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're in Sydney, you can come to the live show. The next one's on um, July the first. Something like a that. Giant dwarf. Uh, aside from that, Ben, you got anything you want to tell everyone about? I just want to say, um, even if we take a while to get to them, we love it when you send us in ads. It's so great. Oh, it's so um, good. And if you can keep doing that, uh, that would be awesome. And uh, I've got nothing to plug because we've just started this as I've gotten back from my stand-up tour, which kind of defeats the purpose of. Me doing this in the first place because the whole reason was to, you know. Well, I thought that, it was for the love of classifieds and friendship, but well, here we yes, are. that's me. Vlog tickets. <laughs> yep, yeah. that's all it was. All right, thanks for seeing you next time. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.